When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I guess welcome into the PHNX <laughs> Suns Dive Bar. Uh, we're here to drink away the pain with you. I'm Greg Esposito. Ahoy, hoy, alongside Saul Bookman. And we are brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. If you use the code PHNX right now, you can get $200 in free bets when you bet $5 on any NFL game if your team wins. Uh, if you're the Suns, you're not winning anything tonight. That was difficult at best, I think, to watch Saul as the Suns, again, put up a good few quarters, but then come up short against tonight an inferior opponent. They're not inferior this year. The Suns are the inferior ones. Like, on paper, it shouldn't be that way. But, I mean, Jesus, I th- this team... Listen, the entire game felt like it was just just out of whack. Like the entire game. Even when the Suns were up, it looked like everything was, you know, kind of on cruise control for the most part. It just was like completely out of whack. Devin Booker probably had the ugliest 31-point game I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what he was doing half the time out there. Uh he he was very hesitant on shots. He didn't he didn't look assertive enough. Um, there was plenty of times where he came off and he had the shot right away, but then he hesitated and then let the defender get right there in front of him. Um, DA not being involved at all in the second half. Like they didn't even look for him. They gave my man the ball one time and he was having a great game. He, he, he had a personal best in rebounding tonight. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus, well, what the hell are we doing out there? That's, that's the frustrating part of all this is like, they just seem like they didn't, they didn't, they never played before together. Well, and what bothered me too is Book had a few opportunities to set up teammates there in the fourth as well that he missed. I mean, he came through with a few, but then freaking Alex Len all of a sudden is a three-point shooter for the Kings. I was like, where the hell did that come from? It was bad defense, which had become a hallmark, a good defense had become a hallmark of the team last year. All of a sudden, that's disappeared. This team feels like they bought into their own press clippings. And maybe this is the foot in the backside that they needed to wake them up. But this was ugly. And then, you know, they fight back. They tie that game. And you think, okay, maybe. Maybe they force overtime. Nope. Harrison Barnes hits a hits a three there at the buzzer uh, to seal the deal 110-107 over the Suns. And I, I don't know where you go from here. You fall to one and three which, you know, they're all excuses in those first three scheduling losses, this, that. There's no excuse here. You had three days uh, to prepare for the Sacramento Kings, a team that was sitting also at one and two, had struggled in their own right to begin the season. There, There's no excuse for a night like tonight. Well, I mean, 
the Suns are not a good team right now. They just aren't. They they have not gelled. They, they everybody talked about the fact that you know, including us, about them returning everybody and you know adding a, a couple key pieces, and so the chemistry factor shouldn't be an issue because they've all been playing together. It should be relatively simple. Um, but it, it has been nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, Chris Paul has been awful awful this season the Lakers game he had a he had a decent game in that game but outside of that where is Chris Paul like they had to take my man out in the fourth quarter during Correct. a key to keep to, for a key stretch of time there and they finally put him back with two minutes left to go in the game Chris Paul was awful tonight he didn't know what the hell he was doing it looked like he was trying to defer to everybody else but the Kings were giving him buckets they were giving him shots and he wouldn't take them. The same thing happened with like Devin Booker. And then Mikhail Bridges is throwing up random ass crazy shit all over the court. Uh, Jay Crowder had an okay game, I guess. Uh, Alfred Payton was all right. Uh, JaVale McGee is, woo, no. Like, it, there's just a lot to not like. But, but there's plenty of room to clean things up. They are getting shots. Um, but they got to take them too many times. They were looking for like the extra pass when they had the shot available to, to them. They got to take those open shots and they weren't connecting from three. So maybe that was part of the hesitation, but man, it was just an ugly game all the way around And I am going to say it right now. It's four games in. This is a complete overreaction. I'm willing to eat this bullet, but I'm a little fearful of Chris Paul right now. You brought it up in the pregame when we were talking about it. It feels like you're waiting for Chris Paul to turn it on like he did in quarters last year, and he just doesn't have it. It's missing. I mean, and we're not talking a little bit. Tonight he shot 10% from the field, one of 10 from the field tonight. The Suns are not going to win if you get six points on one of 10 shooting from Chris Paul. I mean, because they had good nights. DeAndre Ayton, 9 of 12, 21 points, 21 rebounds. Uh, Devin Booker... Poor shooting night, 12 of 28, but finishes with 31 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. So you've got guys that that filled that stat sheet, but you're not going to win when Chris Paul, the captain of, uh, of your ship, is playing as poorly as he did and looked somewhat at times ball handling wise like he did in the playoffs yeah that's that's also another concern like uh, he lost the ball randomly one time he dribbled off his own foot he dribbled off his own foot. You know, it's like my man ran himself over with his own car. Like, what the hell are we doing out here? Like, I, I, I just listen. There's just some fundamental things that the Suns are doing that makes me feel like they're just extremely out of rhythm right now. Again, I'm going to go back to when when Booker's coming off a, a off a screen with the ball and he has the jumper and he refuses to take it because he's afraid that maybe either he doesn't have the lift or he doesn't think that he's gotten the separation that he really does and he's a little hesitant like he had opportunities to score he could have i think he could have dropped 50 tonight it, it looked like his shot was there and it, and it, it seemed like it all night you know when he would get the clean shot but when he forced it or he tried to shoot it over a defender he he missed out almost every single time. So, man, I, I don't know what's going on. The the chat is talking about Landry Shamit in part. And where was Landry? He shot one of two. He made the one three he shot, but he played 19 minutes. Why if you're struggling from shooting shooting from three, 
and you've got a guy that has at times shown the propensity to hit it, why is he only getting two shots? Because he's not taking the shots. There was multiple times where he had the shot on that's the wing fair. and he didn't take it. So that's on him. Like, he's got to shoot that ball. Like, he's he's one of the better shooters on this team. He's got to shoot the ball. Like, when you go back and look at this tape and you rewind, or not rewind, obviously this is like <laughs> I'm talking about like I'm VHS or some shit. But if you look at that third quarter, the defense was horrendous. And the Suns were just passing up open shot after open shot after open shot. And then the shots that they were taking were off balance. They were contested. They were just crazy. Just not the same kind of basketball that we saw last year. It's incredibly frustrating. I just wanted to flip this table. It's just so <laughs> unbelievably frustrating. We talked about it while we were sitting here. DeAndre Ayton, one shot in the second half. How does that happen? How, when you are playing so poorly offensively, do you go completely away from the guy that helped you get going in the first half? Da was was having a good game, and he had a good game overall. He he did his job. He was hitting those those elbow jumpers. He you could tell he was feeling it. Um, was rolling hard to the he basket. Was rolling hard to the basket. There was a couple times where he was out on the fast break. Didn't even look. Chris Paul did just I. Chris Paul. <laughs> looked off D.A. instead of throwing him uh, a lead pass. And that's the type of shit that a big man will come back to to his point guard and be like, yo, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I'm hustling my ass off up and down this court, and you don't want to give me the rock? Trust me, I played with enough big guys in high school and college that told me, like, dude, you do that shit again, we're going to fight. Like, you, you got to reward the big man for putting all the effort against all the bigs on the other end. They gave it to Rashawn motherfucking Holmes all game. Why can't D.A. get some goddamn love? Well, we can give D.A. Shit. We can give D.A. some, some damn love here. We're going to name him our DraftKings king of the game. A double-double, 21 points, 21 rebounds on 9 of 12 shooting. That is one hell of a game, even if his teammates wouldn't look for him. In the second half, we said it in the pregame. He had to prove and play like a max player. He did it tonight. He came through, uh, and he did everything he could outside of ripping the ball out of his point guard's hand and taking it up the floor himself. Nah, I, uh, there's not much more that you're going to get. One of the best plays of the night, and, and I believe we have this queued up, Shane, a putback dunk from DeAndre Ayton off a of Chris Paul miss. No shocker, Chris just, Paul miss. Just disgusting. He cocks that back and slams it home. Uh, how you're not looking for that guy is beyond me in this kind of a game. And it feels like every time DeAndre Ayton has a big first half, they ignore him in the second half to their own detriment. Without fail. Without fail. Without fail. He got the ball one time on the block, and, or on, on a kind of on a roll, did a spin move around Rashawn Holmes, hit a jump shot, and that was it. That was all the love D.A. was going to get in that second half. Every time D.A. would come down with a rebound, he passed it out. I, I, honestly, D.A., why? Why even bother? Man, fuck them other dudes. Just take the shot yourself. Take the shot yourself because <laughs> they ain't looking for you. They ain't looking for D.A. Like, get him the ball. Everybody else is hesitant. D.A. was not hesitant tonight. He knew what he wanted to do with the ball 
when he was in scoring position. Everybody else sat there and looked and, and like hesitated and thought it was like the first time they saw uh, like a girl naked for the first time. You know what I mean? Like huh? they, they were like, oh, <laughs> they were like overwhelmed. Like, just get it done, son. So that may have been how you were that first time. Not Bro, all I got us. four kids. I can assure you that's not how it was. <laughs> Suns only had 23 assists tonight. So, again, not moving the ball the way that they should be either. Uh, so congratulations again, though. Uh, we'll give as much praise as we can to DeAndre Ayton, our he king of the game. He deserves it. He does. He absolutely tonight, deserves it. He, tonight he won 1,000%. Because we called him out before yes. in the pregame. Said I, he was playing like ass, and now he did not play like ass, no. and the Suns. He kicked some ass uh, tonight, he did. He did. and that's why he was our draft king player of the game, the king of the night. If you want to join the best sportsbook app in America, DraftKings, Go download the app. Use the code PHNX when you're signing up. Bet $5 on any NFL game this weekend. If your team wins, you're getting $200 in sweet, sweet free bets. We highly recommend you going and doing that. And I'm a big fan of the uh, in-game parlays. That's the best way to maximize those free bets if you're going to go do it. Then you can take the misses out for a nice, a nice, uh, you know, a, a nice, what, what? Hey, take that money and go buy Jr.? yourself a PS5. How about that? How much money do you like, think I'm making? I in That's these... what I did, baby. Yeah, whatever. So, <laughs> so, all right. 21 and I'm over. I'm sorry, Monica. I, I apologize for all the cursing. I'm a little hyped up. <laughs> I, I think Monica likes it. I think everybody's in for a little salty Saul this evening. Just a reminder on the DraftKings, 21 and over, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. It sounds like we all could use a little bit of a drink tonight. So let's yeah. belly up to the bar and see what the drink of the night is. Well, that doesn't make me feel much no, better. Awesome. It's Buddy's Rainwater. I have a feeling in Phoenix that tastes quite bitter. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little salty right now. Yeah, that's for sure. Not, not the best. Buddy Heald obviously had a hell of a game for the Kings tonight as he scored 26 points off the bench on seven of 11 from three, eight of 17 from the field overall. He lit it up for the Kings in particular in that second half. And you know what? I think we need to bring in the wheel of Monteism. We need a little positivity in whatever the hell tonight is. So let's pull in the wheel of Monteism here. Give this bad boy a spin as so you can all see it home too. What is oh. Monty? Let's find oh, it's out. It's going to trigger my epilepsy. <laughs> Let's figure out what Monty has to say. I'm going to turn it to you, Saul, because yeah. I can't read this. Thing. Espo picks. Espo picks. Happy on the farm again because this team seems like they have been way damn too happy on the farm Listen, and that I, they I, bought into their own freaking hype this year. I, I gotta, I gotta say something. You know, like um, one of the things that I always get amused by with you, Espo, is that you always say, oh, yeah, they read their own press clippings. And I'm like, uh, I don't think that's how it is anymore. They read the tweets and the TikToks from the kids, and I they know, bought but, into themselves. But you know what's so funny, though, is is that even preseason, a lot of national rankings didn't even have them in the top five. So, like, there, there was plenty of motivation out there if you wanted to find it. And that's the thing is that these guys didn't want to find it. And so maybe back to your point, yeah, they they did they did feel themselves, right? If Michael Jordan can get hyped up for a basketball game because he walks by somebody in a restaurant and they don't say hi 
And he's like, yeah. And I took that personally. Like, then these dudes can get hyped up for a game when they're one and two. Like, you got to come back and be ready. They're playing like a group of guys that legitimately just think that they're the same team that they were last year. No, that they're, they, they're playing like a bunch of dudes that just got together on the court for the first time I, together. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is, but it just feels it's off. Completely 100% off. And I don't there obviously there's a lot of distractions right now. I yo DA Sarver, all these things. But still, everybody said this is a team that that is is built to handle any kind of adversity. Monty Williams is your coach. James Jones is your GM. You got Chris Paul on the court and Devin Booker leading. Where the hell is the leadership right now? This is this is where the leader grabs guys by the jersey and says, this is where you step up. This is where you come in and you play well. It's a freaking Kings. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that the DA stuff has anything to do with this anymore. Like that's in the past. I don't think that the Sarver stuff is affecting the team because they haven't had to answer about it yet. So it's like, you know, they've been prepped maybe, but they haven't, nothing's come out yet. So what's there to talk about? You know what I mean? Oh, I, I'm, so, I agree that there's so, no, so I don't think that's, that's in there, that that's in their head yet. So I, I just, I, we can make all the excuses externally about what's going on, but I think internally on the court, they're hesitant. They're extremely hesitant for whatever reason. They're so hesitant. I don't understand it. Book's never been hesitant in his entire career. And then all of a sudden this year, he's like, he's hesitant for every, every, every opportunity he gets so oh man it's ugh. so tim and phoenix says well they are the hunted now last year they were the hunter they got used to that they're getting everyone's best i find that to be such a bullshit excuse for a team because i i would think if you know you're going to get the best from everybody that gets you up for a game even more like why 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 would you take your foot off the gas knowing everybody's going to going to bring their best night in night out because this hasn't been I have not looked at any of this and went oh well the opponent just beat the Suns the Suns have beat themselves a lot this uh, this season already maybe with the exception of the Blazers game where the Blazers handled them I feel like Denver this game the Suns did as much to lose as their opponent did to win I agree I agree I, I listen the Kings were on fire in the third, and then they fell apart in the fourth, and they let the Suns into the game. Uh, you have to take advantage of these opportunities. But again, just, man, I hate to say this, but game on the line, Devin Booker has now had two opportunities to win or tie the ball game in his last two opportunities, and he has not come through. And this time, what's more bothersome is that it wasn't a spectacular play by the defense. It was his hesitancy to take the jump shot when he had it at first, and then he hesitated, and then he had to throw up a, a huge rainbow shot that didn't connect. Devin Booker's got to be better. Chris Paul has got to exist in some way, shape, or form. I don't give a shit if he turns into an X-Man freaking figure and shows up somehow and does something out there on the court because right now what he's doing doesn't resemble shit. It's scary in a completely different way because if this guy... If this guy just got paid and just got the bag and then 
he's literally at the end of the road. Oh, man, this is going to be an awful two years, three years. Get Chris Paul some adamantium, damn it. Speaking of an know, X-Man. I don't, I don't even know what that is. That's what they gave Wolverine to make him an X-Man. Oh, anyway. Okay. See, I don't, I'm not into comics. S- speaking, of, uh, speaking of a nerdy superhero himself, let's head down to the Footprint Center and our very own Gerald Bourget. Gerald, thanks for joining us. How are you, man? I've been better, but you know I'm doing all right. How are you guys tonight? Well, we we don't. We've want, been better too. We we were drinking uh, Buddy Heald's rainwater for uh, our post game <laughs> beers. So there you go. What that sounds about right. I mean, look, that was awful way to close the game. But let's be real, they lost that game in the second and third quarter. Like that was just the type of lapse that we've seen from this team very rarely last year, and we've seen it too many times already this season. What? What stood out to you out there as the biggest pitfall in this game for them? Uh, here for Saul and I, uh, it was not getting DeAndre Ayton the ball uh, in that second half. But what uh, out there stood out to you, Gerald? Yeah, I think the three-point discrepancy, which is kind of related to what you're talking about with Ayton, is if you're not going to Ayton and you're getting all these guys, these perimeter looks, you've got to knock some of them down. You know, they were three for 17 at one point. Uh, Alex Len hit two himself. So it's just one of those things where the Kings outshot them by a lot in attempts and in makes. And Monty was talking about after the game, he said that they've been kind of overhelping a lot, which is opening up all these three-point looks for other teams, and it's uncharacteristic of them. So that's definitely something that they're going to need to address moving forward because they're not generating enough threes. They're certainly not making enough threes. And they're giving up way too many on the other end. What 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 did you hear in the post game press conference from Monty to to start off, and and what what were his takeaways? Yeah, I mean Monty, he pointed out, you know, the first question was whether he liked the look that Devin Booker got at the end there, uh, that tough look that I think Buddy Heald contested, and he said he was okay with it. Um, it was about as good of the look as Harrison Barnes got at the end. Um, but his big thing was, again, going back to that third quarter and even the end of the second quarter when Rashawn Holmes had that dunk to close the half and give him a little bit of of life going into the break. Um, And then he also brought up the whole thing about the three-point line. Um, That's been a big thing for him, and he said, you know, consistency. I was telling the guys that they need to be more consistent because we've seen it in flashes, and we saw it for most of the first half. And then that third quarter was just abysmal. So it's one of those things that they're going to have to get their shit together pretty quickly here. Did Monty give any insight in how they may be able to get that shit together quickly? I mean, it, it seems like I, I it seems tough to diagnose because there's multiple things that are, are not working right now. And how do you overcome all of that? Yeah, I mean, before the game, uh, he had been asked kind of about whether, you know, this team going to the finals, whether that was still kind of fresh in their minds. And he said a lot of these guys are still kind of hurting from that. You know, you think about it, it was only three months ago that they were losing in the finals. And that's a tough thing to get over in any offseason, let alone such a short one. I really do think this is kind of uh, a little bit of a finals hangover that we're seeing. He said he didn't feel that way before the game. I don't know if his tune has changed after a performance like this, but it's definitely something that's still weighing on their minds. They're not in pitch perfect shape yet. Uh, they're just not stringing, stringing together runs like we've seen them do so often, especially in that playoff run. So 
it's kind of a hard thing to figure out how they fix. I think they just kind of got to get out of their heads and bring that playoff caliber basketball we've seen from them for 48 minutes again. Is it just is it just Frank Kaminsky down there balling out, or who else is behind you over there shooting? Yeah, it's just Frank Kaminsky right now. He's working with uh, assistant coach Jarrett Jack. Um, you probably saw Chandler Hutchison photobombing yeah. me earlier, but uh, yeah, it's just Frank out here right now. Uh, a little Kaminsky Cove to make us all feel just a, okay. I want to drown myself in Kaminsky it, Cove right now. Doesn't, doesn't make me feel any better either. Hey, if they keep this hangover, this, this finals hangover going, they're going to have plenty of time this offseason to get over it because if you keep losing to teams like the Kings, uh, you're not going to have to worry about making that return finals run, are you? Yeah, and I mean the Kings. I don't think they're going to be a blow uh, like a pushover team this year, like they've been in seasons past. And for whatever reason, the Suns like to lose to the Kings early in the season. They've done it like the last two or three years. Um, but yeah, this is not a good loss, regardless of the quality of opponent. You know, you're up by ten and then eight at halftime. You got to push that to a blowout. It felt like it was going towards that territory, and then they just played like complete shit in the third quarter. So there's not a lot that you can do about that uh, other than kind of take your L and regroup. And hopefully we see something better against the Cavs who are also off to a better start than a lot of people expected. Any, uh, any final takeaways from tonight, Gerald? No, I don't think so. The one thing I did, or uh, Dave King asked um, Monty after the game was about the Aiton thing. And he mentioned he was acutely aware that Aiton only got one shot in the second half. And what he basically chalked it up to was, a lack of consistency both on Aiton's part and the Suns' part in terms of getting him the ball. He said in the first quarter, in the first half, Aiton was setting strong screens. He was rolling hard. And he said that in the second half, that consistency just wasn't there. So it's one of those things where he, he used the word conundrum to describe it, which is probably no. not what you want to hear no. to describe an issue like that. Not, not at all what I want to hear. A conundrum just means – Shit, I don't know. It <laughs> that, that kind of sounds like our analysis tonight. Shit, I don't know. Gerald, we'll let you uh, get back in there and hear from the players. We'll talk to you tomorrow on our audio-only episode. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Gerald. Gerald Bourget coming to you live from the Footprint Center after Monty Williams Media availability hey make sure to hit that qr code up that you see on your screen uh it's not going to make you feel better about tonight unless you like some retail yeah, therapy it's definitely not gonna, like, uh, take you to porn hub <laughs> or something like that it could if <laughs> if we change it but it's not this will take you to go phnx.com and uh and you can go buy some sweet sweet merch we- you can also become a member on Go PHNX, get all of Gerald's great writing, as well as our Coyotes coverage, our Cardinals coverage, ASU, U of A, Diamondbacks, anything and everything that you want, you can find there. Plus, you can be part of our Discord where the really depressing stuff goes down. So, well, When my girl feels bad, she always buys stuff. So I assume if you feel bad right now, just click on that, go to our merch store, buy a whole bunch of T-shirts, you'll feel better about yourself, I promise. Yeah. Hey, it. I was going to make a, a joke about tonight's game and the previous uh, site you mentioned, but I'll leave it be. We won't go there this evening, but you know where we will go? Sacktown, because it needs to be beautified. Yeah, that's right. It's a manscape oh, read. It's just a nonstop if, ad read. Huh? If, your okay, King's, cool. if, your, if your King's crown needs a little uh, freshening up, you can uh, go to manscaped.com, use that code 
PHNX, and you can get the Lawnmower 4.0 to take care of your nether regions. They got spritz sprays, all sorts of fancy things to make you feel better uh, as a man. And, uh, you know, like I said, take care of your sack town uh, and your balls. We'll thank you if you use Manscaped. So manscaped.com, use the code PHNX. It's got novelties, cards, party tricks, whatever you want. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, you can use the code PHNX, save 20%, and get free shipping. It is just that easy. I, The conundrum thing bothers me. That that's And that, that somehow that second half and only getting the ball once, money put at the feet. Of DeAndre in some ways, yeah, and and they usually do now. To 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 defend Monty, Aiden did not set solid screens in the second half. When the, when Gerald said that, I was like, okay, yes, that's true. Watching watching the game unfold, he got there a little bit late on. Oftentimes, the the ball handler would often go earlier than necessary, so Aiden had to bail out. Otherwise, he's going to get the offensive foul. So I agree with that. Like that that makes sense. So that part is on DA. However, there you have if you can find a way to get everybody else the ball, you can find a way to get DA the ball. Um and I don't know what's going on. Like it's 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 been a difficult issue um for for Monty to figure out. Um they seem like they almost had it figured out in the playoffs, but even those were little bunnies under the bucket for the most part. Um you got to construct a point of emphasis around DA and get him involved consistently enough to where he knows that no matter where he is on the court in a certain position off a certain play, he knows it's his play. And mm -hmm. Booker has that confidence because he knows, okay, we're running this set. I know I'm going to be free right here. If I get the ball, I know I'm going to try and score. CP3, same thing because he's the primary ball handler. DA doesn't get afforded that luxury. He needs to be afforded that luxury. You need to give him an opportunity to, to show what he can do. Um, so, yeah, I, I could see the conundrum. At the same time, Monty, you're a good enough coach. Figure it out. It's not a conundrum to me. Build a better offense that focuses on DA in the in the games where he's playing like that. It's your job as a coach to figure out how to get him the ball. If you know he's only had one touch, you figure out a way to get him the damn ball if he's playing that well. That's also up to Chris Paul and Devin Booker to figure out a way to get him the damn ball. I and get it. And half the time, they don't either. But you call a timeout, you pull the whole team together, and you go, get D.A. the ball. Like that. It, that's what you do as a coach. I mean, it, <laughs> use the damn timeout, get him the freaking ball. I don't, I don't know why it's so hard. I want to hear you say that to Chris Paul's face. Get him the damn ball, Chris. Well, I'm not paid millions of dollars to tell him that. Monty Williams is, right? You can buy a ticket and say it. Oh, I, I would happily say it if you were on the on the line right now. Chris Paul, look look at me straight in this camera. Get DA the damn ball. All right? I drink as much secret stuff as you need or whatever you need to do. Get your ass back in there in the fourth and get DeAndre in the damn ball. It's John, that simple. Put some John the Conqueror root on those uh, those joints. Let's go. <laughs> I, wheel your ass out there and whatever you need to and get DA in the damn ball. All right. You know, they all talk about, oh, I feel bad that DeAndre didn't get the bag. Oh, it was my job. Monty says this. He, oh, uh, Chris Paul says this. You Monica. know how you get DA the, the max? You get him the damn ball. Monica says, uh, Stephen A. Smith and Shaq predict that the Suns will not make the playoffs. Comments on that? What changes do they need to make? 
listen, Stephen A. Smith and uh, Shaq uh, can go somewhere else. The Suns Quite are frankly the Suns are going to make the playoffs. It, they, the Suns are not one of the six worst teams in the West Western Conference. They're going to make at least the play in. Like they're going to be fine. They're going to make they're going to make the playoffs easily. We've got you may have noticed if if you're watching and not listening, we have a red button here. Are you ready to pound the panic button? No, not even close. All right, we'll keep this here because I'm not ready yet either. But I think it needs to be within arm's reach uh, in our next few post games because you start going one and four, one and five, you've lost to the Kings, the Cavs. The panic button may need to be. I do think I'm going to sit in another room because Mr. Pessimism over here is always like, oh. Here it is. Here it is. Was I wrong? This is it. Was I wrong? Told you that Harrison Barnes hit that shot. When when Harrison Barnes let let that shot go, I thought he had thrown it too hard. And then you were like, that's in. And I was like, oh, awesome. And it was like your voice and the wind trajected all the way over to the footprint center and knocked that ball in. That's how I felt about that. I have that kind of power. You do. You do. You got that pessimism power. (laughs) Bring bring it on, Saul. I'm trying to yank. I'm trying to yank. Thank you, Josh Kelman. Out of his cynicism. Josh Kelman in the chat says, Saul just called someone Mr. Pessimism. Head explode. That's exactly how bad Espo is. Because it's usually me. But Espo's ten times worse. Such crap. You're you're Mr. Salty. You go on a whole freaking rant. What did you say before? You're like, oh, JJ Watt. That's why we can't have nice things. I'm like, oh my god. What has Arizona sports ever done to prove you prove me feel any other way? The panic button for Espo? Yes. No, no, look at this. It doesn't even work, (laughs) Espo. It doesn't even work. I don't want it to say that's easy. Uh, why would you want to say that's easy? I didn't know it was an easy button. (laughs) You got this shit from Staples, you cheap (laughs) son of a bitch. I have no budget for this show. Look, I Arizona Smash Sports that like button, and, though, and the, guys. And, yeah, let's do that. And the Phoenix Suns have never done anything to disprove my feeling about it. Oh, my it. gosh. One time. One time the Arizona Diamondbacks 20 years ago. Oh, man. You know what you need to think about? It doesn't take – it just takes one time for somebody to break through. It's like sperm. It just how takes many, one. Yeah, but how many miss, all right? Yeah, millions. And right now, we're we're the sperm that don't fertilize any you egg know, in I got Arizona some, I got, sports, I got some right? advice for you, Canaret Weiss. Uh, the Cavs are for real, and so the Suns could easily lose Hold to on. the Cavs. Let's let's pump the brakes on that shit. They, the Cavs are for real. They're good. They're good through four games. Let's not And the Suns are Cleveland. awful through four yes. games. Let's not give Cleveland the parade yet, Saul. Oh my god. Can we throw the graphic up from the uh, from the broadcast tonight, please? Okay. This is a shot from the Suns broadcast. We did K-Ray dirty on this photo. <laughs> K-Ray, I'm sorry for this photo. But this is the new vantage point from the Suns television broadcast. They're sitting in uh, in one of the sections, lower level, but they have fans directly behind them because they're higher up than courtside. They're like right by the suites. I am putting a bounty on this right now, not on the poor old lady. <laughs> I know, dude. Espo, where are we going I, with this, buddy? I'm, I'm putting a bounty. <laughs> bounty. Anybody that can get <laughs> in that seat for a Suns broadcast rocking a PHNX shirt is getting a hundred bucks straight out of my pocket. Oh, get on that screen wearing a PHNX yes. shirt between like between either 
K Ray and Eddie or K Ray and Annie, you're getting a hundred bucks directly from. You got to flex that PHNX shirt. You know what, Espo? I will match you on that. Wow, wow. two hundred. All right, you're getting two hundred bucks if you get in between K Ray and his broadcast partner wearing a PHNX shirt. That's how much we want to support you, the fans, and show our love for what we're doing here. So let's figure it out. Let's get out there. Two hundred bucks, Richard. You could be for doing that, and then you could turn to the DraftKings app and make even more money using that two hundred bucks that we're going to hook you up with. So, yeah. I think we've run out of. Uh, you want to yell at each other a few more times? I got to take my frustration out on somebody. <laughs> Look, Apparently, I mean, it was going to be you. That's <laughs> fine with me. I I've learned to take it. It's okay. I think we're going to get out of here. Out of context uh, quotes. <laughs> we need to have that. Just we need to cut out a super cut of all the out of context quotes on the show so once again your sons fall to the sacramento kings yeah before the sacramento kings. before you all leave please do us a favor smash that like button please uh, help us uh generate some likes on this uh on this beautiful youtube page that we have created just for you with all the content that is coming your way drop uh -huh. a super chat so i can actually afford that hundred bucks i just offered to somebody for doing that as well but uh look uh your sons fall 110 to 107 to yes the sacramento kings it's bad enough that there's a team in sacramento it's even worse having to lose to them canary right. the Cavs are 50 percent better than the suns right now so i would say that's a remarkable difference <laughs> <laughs> oh so yes your sons are one and ah, three now the pessimism is coming they, back be, the force <laughs> is strong in you uh, <laughs> uh saturday the suns take the court again Against the Cavs, we will be here at 6.30. All the rest in the, the world, baby. All the rest in the world. <laughs> you get live pregame commentary for myself and Saul. Maybe, we'll be here for post. Maybe they'll dunk a CP3 in the cryogenic chamber and <laughs> try to take him back to last year when he was good. They're going to they're gonna put him on ice. That or they need Superman to fly around backwards really fast and turn back time because they're going to need some help with CP3. So uh, we will be here on Saturday. We'll also have... Audio mm. Thursday and Friday audio. You were only. calling Kendall Kylie? When? Oh. Yeah, either way. You know, honestly, it's Monica. Uh, honestly, Monica, a couple days ago when we had our podcast, I kept saying Kylie. And then I was looking at uh, Instagram today and I saw Kendall. I was like, man, I, I was saying the wrong name this entire time. Whatever. One of the Jenners, all right? No, there's a big difference between Kylie and Kendall. I. Okay. Should we. You want to spend a few minutes? Uh, is is Kendall the all star? Is that what we're saying? Uh, oh, I'm a big Kylie fan. All right. so. Oh, you're a, wow. Whoa. Oh yeah, yeah. So so you heard it here first. Kylie's Saul also Bookman, Kylie's also much richer. <laughs> Saul Bookman saying that D book got the no lesser, no, lesser no, no 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 no. That's, that's what, not what that's I said. What Saul Bookman just said. But Canary agrees. News. Uh, <laughs> breaking news. Because I got great taste. Devin Booker has the lesser Jenner. <laughs> According to Saul Bookman, we'll, oh, we'll close it on that one. He is Saul Bookman. You can follow him on Twitter at Saul underscore Bookman. The underscore is there. For Kylie to sit right between us. Or to fit a big fat L with the Sacramento Kings hand to the Phoenix Suns tonight. You can follow me at Espo the Show at PHNX underscore Suns. We will talk to you tomorrow on our audio only edition. Ahoy, ahoy.